thank you for joining me with the Perspective Through Pain podcast. Now today I explore dreaming with two of the McCoupin Art Collective's biggest voices, Brandy Cloud and sister-in-law, Marcella Cloud. The Mac is one of its kind in southern and central Illinois, a studio meant to bring art to everyone. Inspired by Brandy's lack of art resources growing up, she wanted to do something that had never been done. We talk about the art bus, which they believe will bring art to every community in the area and what it takes to dream big in the midst of a global crisis. We pick up in a conversation about dreaming when you haven't dreamed in a long time. So kick back with us as we discover the boldness to not go for the good, but for the very best. How do you help that person awaken those dreams that have been, have been uh, asleep for so long? Really good question. I can't tell if Brandy has an answer. No. Tools. Give them the tools to be confident in what they're doing. Yeah. Resources. Mm -hmm. I think that's a thing that I love. um, Is to hear what other people are trying to do and think of who I know that can help them, right? Like to to leverage your resources, to use the people around you. Um, I think it's important to remember too that like having dreams is really cool and you can make them small little bits so you get there, right? You can put that into steps and you finish one step and then you move on to the next step, right? But you always have to keep dreaming because once you've taken 10 steps, if you're there, that's cool for five minutes, but then what do you do next? You have to keep going. You have to find whatever else you're gonna reach for. Um, And it's like not always the super exciting part of being there. (laughs) Like getting to something that is a dream is not just the celebration of it. Right? You have to put in a lot of work. It's a lot and of sweat, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the work of taking all those little steps. Um, and that's why it makes it matter. That's why it feels good at the end or in the middle or at step one of 20, you know? That's why it, that's why it's rewarding because you worked for it. So I think to remind people you know, that everything is hard and nobody's good at something as soon as they start, right? You have to practice. practice. You have to practice. Um, and I say, I say that a lot. Brandy says that a lot. That's a, a thing that we hear all the time. Well, I'm not creative or I'm not artsy or whatever, but I'm not good at running marathons, but I'm sure if I got up every morning and started running, I would be able to run a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want to do that, but... <laughs> You know, that's how you get there, is that you just practice. You figure out what you want to do, and then you figure out how to make it work. That's awesome. Yeah, I heard uh, at this eulogy, actually, there was a lady who who was being buried. and It said one of her top things that her grandchild remembered was, a yard by yard is hard, but take it inch by inch, and it's a cinch. Uh-huh. And that just stuck with me that if you break it down into steps, just like yeah. you guys did. I mean, you, you thought, well, whenever you were in college, you thought, okay, articles of incorporation and this and, and setting your 
your fake corporation yeah. up and then you guys said, okay, well, how are the classes going to roll out and just taking it step by step, dreaming along the way, but taking yeah. practical steps. That's so good. Yeah. It was helpful at college because I had an advisor that was a lawyer and she looked at it and said, you can't say that or you need to say this. So it was good to have those connections, right? you you got to look for your resources of who's going to help. What do you guys see yourselves five years from now? Nah, we just did our five-year plan. We just did our, like, accidentally. Like, yeah, I mean, accidentally on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's been a rough estimated five-year plan that we've kind of had, like, a paragraph out there about with the board mm -hmm. and with some of our supporters. But we went and... Oh, yeah, put you, put you down here so you can hear Grandpa. Um, we went and did nail for nail and trying to think of other materials like Brandy went through and researched every inch of conduit that we need to complete the back and like it it was broken down so incredibly that like and we still miss things and we still miss things but so yeah. the five-year plan though is I mean, I think it's always all the time been make more art, yeah. more people make art. So trying to figure out how to make art with pandemic. Mm -hmm. So expand, make more space to make more art, to bring more people in, to make people safe. Art bus. <laughs> it's the coolest idea. We're going to get a bus and we're going to make it a mobile art studio so that we can go to places. And then we have the apartment and property behind, so we want to make those usable. And getting art kits to kiddos for free. And having small monthly classes to have adults in for free. So just trying to get and, people in and make art. And working with our therapists mm -hmm. from SAUE and there's one more fostering friends mm -hmm. <laughs> um mm -hmm. art kits that are designed for age appropriate mm -hmm. age appropriate materials for kids entering foster care mm -hmm. um and hopefully that work with siue mm -hmm. art therapists will help us to kind of establish that as an ongoing program not just this year mm -hmm and help us to spread those resources to other mm -hmm. counties that are doing that. And there, to make to, sure that what we are doing is beneficial to those kids. Right. And if not, how can we change it so that it's Right, creating that them. feedback and there's a term for that. Why can't I think oh, of Constantly that? evaluating yourself yeah. and, Evaluation. and making sure that, you know, you're doing what's impacting people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, we want to put a big, giant mural on the mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. of the building. Mm -hmm. And then we would like to have our mural artist work with teachers mm -hmm. and, you know, community stakeholders, I guess, other business owners and such, um, about how to make murals so yeah. that they can go make murals in their schools and on their businesses and 
other places in the surrounding area. Tell me more about the art bus. If you... We're so excited. <sighs> we are so bus. excited. <laughs> we joked from the beginning about having an art bus. Yeah. Like we had, we've always talked about it. It's always kind of been there as like the one day we'll do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started to think about it. And then we started to look and like we could buy a used bus. For, fairly inexpensive and yeah and um, to retrofit everything and yeah so with tabletop wheels and sewing machines and tools and other materials so um we'd really kind of started that thought as we go to libraries we go to parks we go to community center you know wilsonville community center mm-hmm. and all these little the small towns all around us that maybe they don't have a way to come here mm-hmm. I mean I live in Sawyerville and there's a big open field with beautiful trees and we could pull an art bus right there yeah. and hook into the city's power source or have generators on that bus mm-hmm. and we can do a class maybe it's 10 kids or adults or whatever but um and then we can also rent it out yeah. for private functions that could help sustain it. So Yeah. So let me get this straight. You pull in, and then you sort of pull up tables. Nope. It comes yeah. out of the bus? The table comes yeah. out of the bus? They're, they're lift up. They'll lift up. They'll have countertops like we, we researched and like uh, prep tables in uh, restaurants, you know, the plastic that won't rot or whatever in the elements and then a um, a hinged locking mechanism so that we can just lift it up and and then everybody has their own table that's attached to the side of the bus and then all of the wheels can fit uh, on a sliding pull-out drawer system that's inside the bus and the sewing machines as well or stained glass equipment or we're good at like organizing stuff and getting it all to fit in tiny spaces so we have lots of friends that are really good Mm -hmm. at i'm not claiming that i can Mm -hmm. organize anything (laughs) i want to go on the record and say i am i am not the organizer but we know a lot of people that are Mm -hmm. so everybody out there get behind the art bus yeah how cool like for (laughs) someone's birthday a kid's birthday that we could pull up in an art bus and you can have your backyard birthday party and throw some pottery um mm-hmm. oh it's so exciting it's like the coolest idea ever um but we also had thought that we could be a resource to schools yep. and other organizations right mm-hmm. schools do not have the funds to have a clay studio anymore that's just not a thing that they can do um so like, you know, you rent the roller skates and it's a cool week at school when you get to go and roller skate in PE, you can rent the art bus and we can come and we can help you teach your kiddos how to sew and how to throw pottery and how to make stained glass and, 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 oh, right? Man. Watercolor and painting and all these things that so many schools don't have those resources for. And for us, that we don't have to load it all into our car. Yeah. And get it there and take it all out of our car. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what kind of community engagement have you had? Hmm. All the community. All of it. Yeah. I mean, how specifically, what specifically are you looking for with that? What kind of donations have you gotten? Any, any type of businesses you want to throw out there and say, hey, look, these guys really stepped up? Um, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Miss Ailey Taylor and Lori... We love working with them and helping hands. They're just so kind and we feel very connected to them because they're another nonprofit that started the same year we did, you know, or, or moved. Yeah. Like, or, or weeks maybe like, yeah, we, we like working with them and they're, um, just a really good resource for the community. Right. So they've started doing the job training and GED training um, and, and being resources for people, um, trying to think, I'd say Cavatayos for feeding us lunch, (laughs) cooking good food, we go, Uh, we go there for lunch often, and like our in-kind donations, in-kind donations, that, um, list is really super impressive, so our signs, we have our monetary donations for the years, right, um, sixteen to twenty five thousand dollars is roughly the range. Um, this year, I believe that is bigger. Yeah. By Just a fit. The last you know four weeks, I mean, almost nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we have lots of, and it's lots. The majority are really small donations. Ten dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. um, from lots of people. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people. Maybe not thousands, hundreds. (laughs) I was being really optimistic. Hundreds of thousands. No, hundreds or thousands. I I don't even think that it's thousands. I think that we have hundreds, maybe. I haven't looked at those numbers yet. Lots of friends. We're not in the millions yet. (laughs) This podcast is going to do it. You're going to, you're going to help us reach that million, that million mark. Um, but we do, we, we track our in-kind donations. So we have a donation cart right at the door. We have people that will donate to us, um, materials, equipment, tools, that kind of thing. Um, and for the year, I think we were at $20,000 estimated value this year for those in-kind donations. That's just material things. Mm. Um, That's not any of the monetary donations. Um, So that's a really huge thing. (laughs) Especially in a town this size. Why did you guys, Brandy, maybe you could even speak to this. Why did you want to put something unique as this art studio in a small Staunton town? didn't have anything we don't have anything for anybody to do and we need things to do or we'll go elsewhere to do them and it's really hard to drive to st louis to take an art class and and our buildings are cheap that main street is dilapidated and the building is is inexpensive it's doable so we just had to hope that other friends were wanting to do it with us and we've tried to make it as inexpensive as possible so that friends could come and do. And if they can't afford our inexpensive, we still want them to come because there's people out there that want to support them in coming. So it's been 
Marcel and I are always like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. And then it works. What's that like, knowing that you could fail? <laughs> we'll find something else. We'll do something else. It's not... For me, it's not scary. Like, now, now I'll have three years of being an executive director for an art center and Marcel's the same. Like we've got experience now and now maybe we start something new or we go to other places and learn some more things and, and then continue. Like we, we really wanna, I really wanna keep art local. I want just to have that experience, just to have something to do, to, to have something that you're passionate about and, be able to have that opportunity. It was so exciting yesterday. I went to get free wood from some dude behind the Mac. I just happened to see it and I'm like chucking wood in my car and I hear pitter patter like 10 year old friend come out to dad and say, can I run up to the Mac? <laughs> I said, I'm oh, not man. there. And that's not to say like you guys, I mean, you guys are sailing along real smooth. It seems like I'm sure there are hard days, but you guys are great. You're doing great. Um, but there's a lot of people out there. They don't want to do something big, Brandy, because they don't want to fail. That's and they're right. afraid of failing. So how, can you speak we, to those We didn't people? want to either. And I think it was like last week. This year has been tough. really tough. <laughs> this year has been um, a lot. And I think of any of any point in the whole process like even buying our own building and moving everything in a matter of two days yeah (laughs) like even that even buying this building fully renovating it moving everything was not as stressful as what was being felt from March to July of what do we do what do we do how do we keep people safe how do we ensure that we're doing everything we can? And about every other day, we looked at each other and said, like, do we shut it down? Do we just shut everything down? Do we just walk away? Like, how do we manage this? And in all of those moments, we knew that art is what people need. Art is what makes you make sense of the world. But of anything this year, I think that was, there was a point in, like, August when it finally felt like we could breathe a little bit right and we had figured out how we function really well through this whole pandemic and uh, it didn't feel like we were going to close it didn't feel like we were going to shut the doors we have been very open and honest with all of our supporters all of our students all of our teachers Um, and we haven't, we haven't made money, but we're not in a scary place, right? Like, yeah, we thought we were going to just, we looked at that bank statement and we looked at how long we could last in March. We said, we've got five months. (laughs) Like, how do we make this happen? How do we make this work? And we're, we're not at that point anymore and that's because of all the people that support us so that isn't so scary the idea of like not being here isn't so scary and I think it was last week 
maybe two weeks ago, Brandy looked at me and said, dude, I think we need to dream bigger. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, and that is what feeds me every day. That is what gets me motivated and <laughs> excited is that Brandy, you know. Keep going. Yeah. Brandy absolutely always keeps going. Marcella, oh, we're talking, we're talking uh, same language here, all three of us. So, <clears throat> so just like a guy actually at, told my wife and me like three days ago, he's like, if I was Santa Claus, so you two right here, if I was Santa Claus, I could give you anything you wanted for, we'll, we'll focus on Makupanar Collective. So what would you want from Santa? Do you, do you want the list? Just, well, like, top, top five. <laughs> a new glass kiln. Uh, our art bus, that would be, you know, wonderful. Like, our five-year plan, man. We got it. Yeah. The, our expanded spaces and our outdoor space and our pavilion and our outside kiln. and. I'd love connecting space. Mm. Like, we're fairly landlocked here because we have neighbors. Mm. We have space in the back and... Mm-hmm. Maybe some potential for more growth, but more buildings, more buildings <laughs> across the street. There's a couple for sale across the street, or empty, not for sale. Um, I don't know. I'd like our town to be super incredibly art centric and supportive of all things. I'd like the school to see that their students value art and the parents value art so much that they hire full-time art teachers mm-hmm. for every, every, mm-hmm. building. every um, How How many things do I get to ask Santa <laughs> for? Um, unlimited coffee would also be nice, but that's just a small <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, yeah, it's just we're a small that. one. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else, Brandy? Technology would be really cool if we had the ability to do some graphic design and... Friends that could help, more volunteers. Yeah, yeah. skilled skilled at doing those things, helping us with websites. Adobe and... to not charge me $30 a month. To use them, yeah. You never know, there could be a listener out there who has deep pockets and a big heart. Yeah. I, they need to come hang out. They should come hang out. And I also think that um, it's been the case with a lot of people that donate and a lot of people that hear about us that we might have these ideas and these dreams because we, we're kind of guiding, right? We're guiding the organization the direction that they want. But somebody walks in and they have something or an idea, or a skill that we don't know that we need, and they say, hey, I like the things you do. Is this something that I can do for you? We just had a a student that wrote up a bunch of articles and sent the articles to a bunch of newspapers about the wood firing. I didn't know I needed to ask that, and it's so cool. (laughs) So even if there's someone that's out there that hears what we're doing and thinks of something some skill that they have some asset that they they want to share um we would love to see how that can align with what we're doing thank you for joining us with this conversation on the perspective through pain podcast now if you like this content 
please subscribe and share it with your friends. And until next time, encourage, train, inspire.